Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Becky. This is Girl on Girl. <laughs> Hello, Rebecca Taylor. <laughs> Hello, Alexandra Ligui. Oh, nice. Husky. Yeah, I like. my sexy voice. <laughs> um, so we're back and we are sober. Yes. <laughs> what an improvement. <laughs> and we're recording in a new room. Yeah, we have a now a special podcast room. Well, we'll be so pleased with us, won't he? <laughs> I'm really pleased with us because it feels so lovely and calm yeah. in here compared to the chaos that we had. And we're um, sitting before. on the floor. I'm much more comfortable sitting on the floor. I'm really not a big fan of chairs. No, this all feels right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're we're back to talk today about. Well, we don't quite know where it's going to head, but we're we're aiming to talk a little bit about positivity, yes, um, and stuff like that. We, I've been feeling a bit flat over the past few days. Yeah. Been having some issues with my wrist, hospital appointments, following my accident. If you listen to podcast number one, you'll know all about that. Mm. And uh, I was seeing somebody for a few months, which tragically came to an end, mm. <laughs> and. Um, I felt like I had a really lovely, you remember like back in the day you'd have like a holiday romance? Yes. That's what I feel like I've had. I had like a summer romance. I feel like Camila Cabello in that Senorita song. <laughs> he was my Shawn Mendes. <laughs> um, but it's going to be okay because I'm going to start dating again. Yeah. And we have got a guest coming next week. This is very exciting. We've got an actual, our first proper live podcast we're guest. turning into a professional podcast i wouldn't go that far <laughs> but we we definitely have a professional guest we've stepped up from miss the virtual mr hammersmith yes. to we've actually got a lovely lady called orsa coming i'm hoping that i'm pronouncing her name properly and she is a dating coach and she runs a successful business called taylor matched so she's all about getting people off the dating apps and dating in the real world. I am fascinated as to what we're going to learn mm. from this lady. There is so much more, but she can tell you about it when we record with her next week. Um, but in the meantime, I just wanted to put the shout out <laughs> that if anybody has any questions for Orsa, then they can email us. And um, we have a, an email address that is girlongirlthepodcast at gmail.com. And so if you've got any relationship or dating related questions that you'd like us to put to Orsa, she's also very much into um, finding people um, with compa compatibilities sexually. Oh, right. She's really, yeah, she, you should look her up. She's quite interesting. interesting. So don't hold back. Ask us anything and we can put it to her. We can't just use all your questions. <laughs> Becky hands 50 questions to Orsa. And Orsa. <laughs> How can we fix this? Yeah. How um, long do we have it for? Like, it's it going to be like a, a, a marathon <laughs> session. It might be quite a long we'll podcast. We'll divide it into a few, probably. Yeah, we may well do that. But um, yeah, but it's exciting. That Proper is guess. exciting. And also, both of us this past week have appeared on other people's podcasts. Yes. We're, that's like, it's the the nurse is growing <laughs> i don't even know what that means but, it but something, means something is growing here yeah um, yes you went off and what was your podcast well i'm not sure if it's uh actually been publicized yet but i did a podcast for um a company called baby center where i'm actually an expert i talk on their podcast all about ultrasound scans mm -hmm. that you have during pregnancy 
So that should be coming out soon. So if anyone that's interested in that sort of thing, I Mm. can let you know when that's going to be out. How exciting. And what about you? Mine was with a very old friend um, called Dan McLaren, who actually, ironically, I got to know when I was working at McLaren, but they're not linked. And um, mine was about, so he is interviewing, it's called Tables Turned, and it's he's interviewing interviewers about interviewing. Right, because that's what Alex does in her yes. day job. One of her day jobs. Yes. So um, it was actually really interesting. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't actually know what it was going to be about, and I sort of intentionally did that so that I didn't overthink it. And... Um, Whereas me, on the other hand, this says a lot about our personality. Yeah. I like spent about a week Preparing. planning my answers to all the questions <laughs> and things like that. Um, yeah. So, but it um, felt very strange to be doing it without you. I've yeah, got to say. Yeah. I felt a bit all at sea, alone, holding this microphone. Unfaithful. <laughs> yeah. Felt really strange. No one to bounce off. It was really. Yeah, it is bit... much harder that that doing the solo thing. Definitely. You have to be very comfortable in your own, with your own voice and in your, yeah. in your own chat to be able to do that, which, you know, I'm sure knowing you, you had a million I was uh, there doubts <laughs> beforehand <laughs> and probably a million doubts since, but you probably <laughs> nailed it and will sound fantastic. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, your um, chat about um, your three month stint saying that it was a bit like a holiday romance. I was listening to um, a man chat yesterday um, who is about mindset and uh, confidence and happiness and things. And it's funny because he said, what is wrong with like when relationships end that, you know, we've we've spoken about whether they're here for a lesson or a blessing Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. He was like, why is it that we look back on um, really short, short-term relationships and go, oh, what a waste of time, or I wish I'd never met them because it was only this and it didn't turn into this. He was like, why can't we just enjoy the fact that it was a holiday romance? Yeah. Well, I, I, I can't even say I was in a relationship with this person. That's making it a much bigger thing than it was. But um, it's still a thing mm. that happened. And I think the maybe the reason that people feel that way is because of potential, you yeah. know? I think when you're with somebody, it doesn't matter how long... Well, this may be just me. I don't know. No matter how long you're with them, you're thinking of potential for the future. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it hard when these things end. Yeah. Because you're kind of losing out on what the potential could have been. Yeah. And that's where the unhappiness from these things occur, isn't it? Because of your... Unhappiness is normally a letdown of your hopes and expectations. Yeah, and I think having to rewrite beings. your future of your mental, what you've mentally gone. Oh, okay. So if this carries on, it can turn into this. Yeah. And yeah, as and human beings, we we project everything into the future. And yeah, we... and I think human beings want to be with other human beings, and we you don't want to think that if, if you've met someone, you're spending time with them, and you're actually really enjoying that. Mm. You kind of don't want it to have to end, but actually, this this thing ended because I could see that it could have gone on and on, but mm. it probably would never have turned into what both of us probably 
imagined and that that's mm. why it had to stop but it's you know still it's still sad yeah because you've you've spent a lot of time with one person and then you're not seeing them anymore no so there is a sadness so what are you doing to make yourself happy yeah well i thought a lot about this because obviously that made me a little bit unhappy but there was mm. other stuff as well a lot of stuff relating to the ongoing you know stuff with the accident that i had mm. but I thought today I was out this morning walking Jeffrey, who is now, I'm going to post a picture on Instagram mm-hmm. so you can see him, but he's so relaxed right now. Um, but I thought to myself, as I was walking along, listening to terrible dance music, <laughs> really loud, <laughs> that this is one of the things that I know will make me feel better. Yeah. And I've learned this about myself as I'm getting older. I kind of know now the things I need to do Mm. to make myself feel better I know that I need to be outside yeah in the fresh air even if you don't feel like yeah and that that like oh I can't be bothered and I I do feel like that I feel like Mm. I don't want to I don't want to go but actually what I probably would have done a few years ago and I know we're going to do a podcast about this in the future so I won't go into too much detail but what I would have done a few years ago when I'm feeling like this is go for a run yeah and I can't do that anymore yeah but today, just walking, you know, quite briskly mm. out in the fresh air had the similar effect. It took longer to get to the bit that felt good, mm-hmm. but it definitely made me feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just one of, you know, one of the things that I know will help. Yeah. And it's being present as well in the moment and yeah. not thinking too much about where the problems are heading and yeah. just dealing with where you are on that day. And yeah. that's such a hard thing that I've had to learn recently. And it's funny because, I mean, both of us are yoga teachers and meditation and mindfulness teachers. Um, and it's very easy to tell other people how to do those things and how to be aware and things. But it's hard to remember to actually do them yourself, isn't it? Yeah. When you're feeling. It's interesting. And I find I'm teaching quite a few classes, yoga classes now. And I don't, because of that, I don't get the time to go to yoga classes anymore. Yeah. And I, I often think when I'm at the end of a class, when I'm doing a meditation or, you know, everyone's lying down, they've got their eyes closed in Shavasana and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I need this. Yeah. It's what I need. Yeah. And I know this would make me feel better, mm-hmm. but I don't make the time yeah. to do that for myself. But we find, don't we, a lot of people come to our classes with stuff. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Most and people come with, certainly with anxiety or... And they're finding yoga and meditation really we're helpful. providing really helpful. But yeah, we need yeah. perhaps a way yeah. of dealing with our stuff yeah. too. They're definitely earlier this year, I went through a really, really, really difficult time where I got very, very down. I was finding it really difficult to get myself out of it. Mm. And then I was doing things like drinking too much yeah. to try and the make myself feel better. It yeah. was more of a destructive thing. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't work. No, <laughs> but I and had I, to. I had to experience it to yeah, discover that that it doesn't work. I think it that like it's about putting building blocks in place to be a buffer for when you start going down, isn't it? So, like rather than panic mode, uh, healthy mindset stuff, it's trying to build a practice so that 
even when you feel happy, you still do it. Mm. Um, because then, A, that will soften the downward spiral or you'll be more aware of it as well and also will just be a quicker process to recovery, I think, if you're already doing it and you're already a bit more present and mindfully aware. Yeah, and, and I think as well, accepting that actually things are a bit crap. Yeah. And that, you, that you're justified yeah. in feeling down. And I had... Um, I used to have in the house, like, um, cards, what they're called, those affirmation cards. Yeah. I used to have them stuck up all around the place with really positive statements about how things are going to get better and blah, 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 how wonderful I was. Yeah. You know, trying to tell myself this stuff to make myself feel more positive. And I remember a friend coming over one day, Lizzie, and she, t- there was one of the things that, was up on the wall it was actually a framed picture with like some thing it said I can't even remember what it said in it now but it was like a really positive you know being grateful for every day and she just took it down she said I'm taking this out of your house she mm. said because why should you be grateful for every day because every day you're having at the moment is really really shit mm. and she said and this is just making you feel bad for feeling because bad about it feel guilty for she feeling said you bad. don't need to feel bad your life is terrible right now yeah. and at the time it was pretty bad you know I'd broken up with my ex-boyfriend I was you know in plaster I was really not in a good way and she said you should be feeling depressed because it is bad and don't feel bad for not feeling positive all the time and that was really really important it's so true we've sort of gone through I mean I think it's great I think the positivity positivity movement was really good and I was a bit of a cheesy advocate of it because life was pretty good when it came in and um and I remember my my brother saying do you know what it's easy to be positive when life is going all right for you but when you try and do it when life when life is bad you end up just adding more guilt yeah it's more stress and so i well you know yeah i think it was good because it started making people more aware and people did start buying the louise hay positivity books Mm. to have in their bathrooms and all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff um, have you, you noticed know, my nice positivity card behind my toilet upstairs which yes, says today is a new day <laughs> you can have to think about that when you're sitting on the toilet yeah but nowadays though we're we're less we're much more well like the mindfulness movement that's come in is is like you say it's about sitting in the discomfort and and getting through it oh, and finding and ways of getting through it the worst and I did that yesterday yesterday was a pretty bad day mm. I had some bad news at a hospital appointment um, and I was feeling miserable and I I just had to speak to myself last night and mm. just say, do you know what? You just have to sit in this discomfort and you just need yeah. to let it pass through you because tomorrow you might feel better. Yeah. And the, another thing I found really helpful, and I, I think I've discovered that my friends are also realising that I need it too, is when I'm having these bad times I used to just hide myself away and even you've noticed it I I went completely quiet at the weekend and I do withdraw Mm. but it's much more helpful to me to reach out and actually tell people how I'm feeling yeah and because then people will immediately yeah try and help and I've seen a couple of people over the past few days who have seen me and straight away known that there's something Mm -hmm. not quite right and you know I went out with some friends this morning I saw a friend yesterday afternoon and actually spending time with these people and mm. actually getting all that crap out mm-hmm. and knowing that they're there is brilliant. And yeah. I know that they're really supportive. 
and my sister you know when we were kids she used to uh, there's two years age difference she's two years older than me when we were children we used to share a bedroom and every night pretty much she used to tell me a story and it would be very detailed and we'd have a there's a table between our beds and she'd draw a diagram on the table of the layout of the house that was in the story and I'd be in big trouble if I fell asleep before she finished telling me Um, and I've recently realized that we have these very long phone conversations she lives in Brighton um, now we have these very long phone conversations in the evenings and basically what they are is her telling me a bedtime story but Mm. we're just grown-ups now but it's a real comfort yeah and you know last night she had obviously picked up on I'd had a bad day Mm -hmm. and called me and we were on the phone for a good you know over well over an hour Mm -hmm. just chatting and up but it's you feel better when you've done it yeah and maybe even podcasting you know this yeah sitting here and us talking to each other makes us both feel better yeah and is a better thing than you sitting in silence with your brain yeah it's really hard isn't it to I mean I I I don't I don't know whether your brain at the moment is an unconfident or it's more un, it's more unhappiness like or unfairness isn't it it's that injustice it of changes stuff. every day yeah and I think part of the issue is there's too much in it yeah at the moment <laughs> it's like it's going through a head explosion yeah it can't cope yeah too much data yeah and just switching those off while do you remember me saying to you about um mo gordat this incredible he's got the soul for happiness like the equation he was saying that you know our baseline actually is very content and um and it's important for us to realize that even though we might be feeling really unhappy or um all those things that doesn't make you an unhappy person it's just things that are happening to you at the moment but your baseline is happy or you know or or secure content because i don't think happiness is either i think that's that's too much contentment banal is actually a really nice state (laughs) yeah and i i wrote a blog post about this last year about how i aspire to the mundane yeah because life has been so dramatic over the past four years that all i aspire to now is just calmness yeah isn't it boring i'm happy yeah. to have quite a dull life from now on thanks yeah that would yeah. be fine for me you've had your fill <laughs> yeah i've had all the excitement that i could possibly need yeah um there's a uh, another thing that he that i really like remember me saying to you about um when you've got that negative brain and um he was saying imagine that your brain was called Let's call um let's call it a name that I don't like. Hmm. Be careful. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you should, maybe you shouldn't have said that. Hey, right, let's let, I'm gonna call it Alex for the for the sake of not insulting anybody <laughs> other than myself. But let's let's you know, let's say that Alex is in the you know, in the playground or in somewhere around you and Alex every single day, all day, says to you you're fat, you're ugly, your hair looks crap, you're, why have you got so many spots? Why are you so depressed? Why have you got so many lines? Why have you got this? Why is that? Why is that? La 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 la, you've, and points everything out to you. If that was a human, they'd be a vampire and they'd be draining you. You'd walk away. And mm. also, you'd want proof of what they're saying. Like, most people won't just accept an insult. It'll rile them. And they'll be like, 
what based on what what yeah. are you saying all this ba- like what do you know you know nothing about me yeah we have this defense don't we that can kick in and yet when our brain this thing in there is doing all of that stuff we go oh yeah you're so right yeah, yeah we, there right. is that constant yeah. dialogue, isn't I'll there, in the brain? You and mm. you're so, God, you're so right. I am really shit. And I'm, <laughs> oh my God, I am looking really fat. <laughs> oh God, you're right. I'm going to have to lie down and cry. Yeah. But um, you do spiral. You yeah. get into that negative pattern of thinking. And it's very, very difficult to change it. Yeah. Well, this is what they do CBT to try and achieve, isn't it? Yeah. Um, when people are going through anxiety and depression, yeah. it's challenging those thoughts that you have about yourself. Mm. But, uh, you know, I just think that we get these, when we're feeling down, you do get these bits where actually you feel okay. Mm. You might even feel happy. Mm-hmm. And now, for me anyway, I really recognise those moments. Yeah. And I want, I just embrace them and think oh this is so so brilliant yeah i want to feel like this all of the it's time very energizing and what have i what have i done that's made me feel better what has happened mm-hmm. that's and i'm really mindful of what it was that's triggered that feeling of happiness yeah that's really good though like yeah. m- well you know, i'm working that's... really hard on myself I've, yeah. I've had to over the past few years yeah this has had to happen yeah because i definitely think that it's being aware and and most of us, when we wake up and we feel rubbish for that day, there were probably warning signs. Those fleeting happies um, were probably not. You probably were fairly calm, but there were fleeting mm. unhappies jumping in or un- fleeting unconfident moments or just the odd word that your Alex brain or your Becky brain says bitching at you. Yeah, and, and I it's think you got to be aware of that earlier well sometimes though you just wake up and you feel really rubbish and i think as human beings we just need to have stuff to look forward to and we need to have stuff to make us feel good and it's really it's so difficult to try and not project too much isn't it Mm -hmm. and have this good stuff going on in our lives all the time Mm. because sometimes I feel really guilty well this is me because I have obviously a massive guilt complex anyway but I feel really guilty about feeling down like yesterday bad day felt really crap and then I was sitting there last night with my kids thinking you know they are so brilliant I'm so lucky I have them Mm. I'm sitting in a really lovely home there's food in the cupboards and what really, how, why am I, why should I be feeling so down mm. about stuff when I'm doing all right, you know? Mm. But that's the guilt. Yes. Yes, you have to let yourself off the hook. I, on Monday, I'm not very, I, my, I very rarely have down days, but I do have uh, lethargic days, probably, mm. lazy days which I berate myself for because I can, I, I'm not very good at being lazy. Like mentally, I'm not very good. That's normally, and I know that if I have a lazy day, then that could potentially turn into negativity. Mm. That's really how mine triggers normally. And um, on Monday, I was like, God, I don't want to do anything. So I ran through, I've got a little checklist and it starts with, have I drunk enough water? 
which sounds ridiculous, but almost always when I'm utterly exhausted and can't work out why I'm so tired, it's probably because I'm really, really dehydrated. Actually, I need to drink more today. <laughs> like it, and it will completely change me because I get a lethargic, headachey, and tired. Mm. That's normally not because I am low it's yeah because i'm thirsty yeah you're just dehydrated <laughs> yeah like it's yeah. such a simple fix so i have that and i've I, I really struggle with my thirst so i'm like okay well the first thing i can do is go and down a couple of pints of water then i'll probably have a honey tea because then i probably need a bit of sugar as well so maybe that's going to help me and that will almost always start helping and it's a little mental checklist yeah and i think have it's really, i slept enough it's really important to say as well we're not talking today about actual clinical depression no. No. or anything like that we're just talking about these days where you just feel a bit shit yeah maybe i maybe i do have depression i don't know i don't think i do i think i'm just having a bit of a rough ride but um yeah yeah because there is a huge and like i know that at some point we will do one more on depression and um you know and, and some of the effects that that can have on people but i i mean that is a whole different ball game yeah and one that we're not qualified no. specifically to talk about we both have experience it or people around us and things who experience it but um yeah this is definitely this is just day this to day is how do you just manage health. your up and downs <laughs> yeah. yeah and and but I think that it's interesting even me saying it because because we, we have so much of a knowledge now about mental health, there's so much awareness. Mm. I think when people go through difficult times and do feel a bit rubbish, we immediately jump to this, am I am I suffering with depression? Yeah. Am I Yeah, not? we've almost gone the other way. Yeah. We we're, we're kind of question questioning it more about mm. ourselves, which it adds to the whole anxiety, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we will talk about our own experiences. I think it would be really interesting as well to talk about postnatal depression and things like that. We've yeah. got a lot that we could we could say. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely for uh, for another podcast and then hope and you know It'd be good to get a, a professional in as well. Yeah, well, like a we'll... like a grown-up professional, I mean, like a scientist person, <laughs> <laughs> not like us, not like an a, actual proper grown-up, actual proper grown-up. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. So you do feel a bit happier? Obviously, just seeing you, just having you here, right? I've reached out. Day. I feel like I've reached out. I feel so much better for it. No, but th- this is the thing today. For sure. I woke up this morning knowing it was going to be a better day. I just felt like something had lifted. Yeah. But yesterday, maybe I just did need to spend the day crying and feeling a bit sad. And And hibernating. Yeah, and letting all that happen. But yeah, yeah, today is a better day. So I hope you're all having good days out there too. Turn it off and turn it back on again. So I'm I'm reset. Well done. So yeah, so we're going to be back next week. Yes. Um, so do again just a reminder send your questions to us for yes. our friend Orsa and yeah I we'll can't wait be proper more girl on girl on girl action next oh, wow. week wow <laughs> yeah overload <laughs> good have a good week bye, bye.